Is it against the rules to change the rules? My name's Jonathan, and this is the Snakes Cast, the podcast for people who don't know as much about games as they'd like to know. This week, we're going to talk about what happens when people make up their own unique rules for the games they play. We call these little changes house rules. Welcome back to the Snakes Cast. With me again this week, Steve Tassie. Hola. And Vincent Kong. Hello, hello. So, how do you feel about house rules generally? Do you use them? Do your gaming buddies use them? House rules definitely have a place in gaming, especially if you have a, a group that you play with consistently. There's definitely going to be situations where you as a group realize, we just like this game better this way. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I avoid house rules. Uh, I think that if a game, uh, unless there's an absolute gem of a game hiding inside a set of terrible rules uh i just won't play that game anymore and i'll move on to a game that actually did its job and got designed and developed well uh so personally i very rarely use house rules uh at work we use quite a few house rules uh, at the cafe so yeah, one would hope that uh, that they would sell you a game that you didn't have to finish. Yeah, on your own. I mean, that we, would be nice. We got the bad old days of games like Talisman and so on, where <laughs> every single table had to make up their own house rules because otherwise the game just wouldn't explain them. Zombies. If you use house rules, you should be pretty clear though when you do teach other people that this is a house rule. Oh yeah, and like this is just how we do it, and that's not the original intent of the game necessarily. And that has to be upfront, mm-hmm. the very beginning of the session. Make sure everybody realizes, okay, this is my house. These are the rules we play here yeah if you don't do that we wind up with money on free parking oh, oh dear more on monopoly later folks but uh, <laughs> okay so I've, I've after careful consideration i've divided the kinds of house rules out there into four categories it's for the sake of convenience uh the first category house rules that fix things that you think are wrong with the game uh category two house rules that make the game more fun you hear the air quotes. Uh, category three, house rules that you didn't actually know were house rules. And category four, house rules that game gurus make up to expedite things at Snakes and Lattes Board Game Cafe. <laughs> so we're going to talk about each of those one at a time. All right, so let's start with things that fix stuff that's wrong with the game. This obviously is the worst thing that you want. This is, again, like the bad old days when games had incomplete rule books and incomplete development, and you had to like sort of spackle the stuff with house rules polyphila. Uh, <laughs> or cases where you think that the, the game genuinely is messed up. Like, for example, when I'm playing Chaos in the Old World, um, I, I, I sincerely believe that this was part of the initial design of the game. The uh, the blood god, Korn, the one who the player's job is just kill things. Uh, I honestly believe they're supposed to just draw one card per turn, not two, like almost everybody else. Because they're, they're starving for cards. They have lots and lots of beef on the table, but no tricks that they can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's, that's how we play a Chaos in the Old World on my table. I'm convinced that that's how the game was originally meant to be. That's how it's supposed to be. Have you ever asked Eric? <laughs> I have. And, and, uh, and his, his thoughts on the subject? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so the designer disagrees with you. Uh, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm neither confirming nor denying. All right. If you'd like to talk to Eric yourself, you're free to do so when he comes by at designer night. Um, do you guys ever have any games that you play where it's like, okay, this needs to be fixed. This is just wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, zombies is really uh, one of the games that jumps out of my you mind. You play zombies? Well, not anymore. Again, <laughs> uh, because it's one of those games that was just so 
not well thought out uh, that even though the concept is neat, I love the idea of exploring a town and the town gets bigger as you discover more tiles. And, and there's a hundred plastic zombies in and the box. Yeah, it comes with cool bits. But the rules that they wrote, uh, I mean, Todd and Carrie are, are uh, what well, were, uh, Todd has passed away, but um, they're, I've met them. They're great people. Um, really sweet. But the they didn't think it through completely, uh, I think. And just there were elements of it that were just not fun, not right for that level of game. Uh, too many tiles, for one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever I would play it, I would take out at least three or four of the tiles that just didn't have any named buildings on them, just get rid of them. Um, the limitations on card play were extremely, in my opinion, um, diminishing to the amount of interactivity and, and fun that you could have with the game, being only allowed to play one card per complete round around the table. Um, the And the fact that so many cards were site-specific, it's just like, oh, come so on. So how did you house rule all of this? Uh, well, um, for one thing, took out tiles that, boom, you shorten the deck, shortens the play time. Um, with, uh, with the cards, uh, I fixed it, fixed it, you know, admittedly air quotes. Um, you could play one card per player turn instead of one card per round. Less of a memory issue that way. The tan five Um, to six player edition. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially that, um, yeah, uh, I never really found ways to fix some of the other perceived flaws of the game, though, which is one of the reasons why that game is now permanently shelved for my collection. Uh, and, you know, the fact that we now have choices when it comes to zombie games. We have perhaps too many choices. <laughs> so I don't feel a need to go back and fix it anymore. How about you? Yeah, the, the game that really springs to mind for me is this wonderful dexterity game called Vertigo. It's a very colorful, very attractive game. Every, every time you put it on a table, everyone else goes, ooh, what's that? Uh, it's about essentially reverse Jenga. You put things onto the structure as opposed to taking things out. But the problem with that game is that one rule in the book is that if you drop the card you have in your hand during your turn, your turn just is over, which makes no sense because then you essentially can just pass your turn in a difficult moment when the structure is about to fall over. You just drop your own card. Yeah, Other dexterity games like Hamster Roll, they give you an option to sort of chicken out. You can't pass your turn. You still do have to make a move and you wind up with more pieces than you had before, which is mm-hmm. bad because you're trying to get rid of all your pieces. But uh, if you could just pass and say, I don't want to do anything like you can in Vertigo, then yeah. That, that game... definitely needs to be fixed. There's, you cannot finish your turn until you put a card onto the structure safely. Simple and that's a house that. rule that yeah. I use both at home and at Snakes. Yeah, that was completely overlooked by the manufacturers of the game. Uh, and one of the very first tables I ever taught Vertigo to at uh, one of our cafes, uh, one of the players was like, hey, dude, come here, look. And he just held up a card and then dropped it. He said, I'm going to win. <laughs> Why can't I just do this every time? And my response was, well, because you're then not playing the game. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the rest of his table was kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're not playing. Uh, but it was a, it was a glaring error uh, or oversight in, in the game development. Okay, so let's move to category two. Has rules that make a game more fun, quote unquote. But for me, the poster boy for this is Anomia. You all know Anomia. This mm-hmm. is a game where when symbols come up, you have to shout something out faster than the other person, a category of thing, like a website or a dessert topping or something like this. Uh, one of the things that happens a lot in Anomia is ties. Yeah. 
Seem a lot. And, and it's, it can be difficult to figure out what to do when one person blurts something out and like they started saying it. Then before they finished it, the other person started mm-hmm. saying something. So does that count? I, I just say straight up, okay, unless there was at least a tiny little moment of silence between you finishing yours and them finishing theirs, it's a tie, which means you both have to go again and say another different example of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if that's mm-hmm. tied, you have to go again, say another different thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And watching people say, oh, uh, Craigslist, uh, BoardGameGeek.com. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. The nature of that game means that you are messed up and just having to have more of this messed up. I can't think of things quickly because my brain is under pressure. It just mm-hmm. adds to it. You guys have any tricks to use to make a game more fun? Uh, with letter roll. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a house rule that I will usually tell the customers. Uh, with let- Letter roll is sort of a cross between categories and boggle. You have a bunch of dice covered in letters. Uh, you roll some of them, and then you pick a few of those uh, determined letters, and everyone starts writing down as many words as they can think of that contain those chosen letters. Uh, and then uh, when the timer runs out, you read out your list and cross off anything that anyone else also mm-hmm. thought up. You score points for the ones that... Only you came up with. My house rule for that particular game is that if anybody says, oh, man, what a word, or how come I didn't think of that, or any sort of expletive ejaculation of any sort uh, as a result of one of your words, you get an extra point for that. (laughs) But then your whole table just remains complete poker face in silence. Only if they're the kind of people who really shouldn't play letter (laughs) roll. And also... It means that you've earned that extra point. If you can bust their poker face with your word, you have definitely earned it. Fair, fair. The game for me that really comes to mind is something that Owen, uh, one of the other employees at Steaks and Lattes, has given me for Sushi Go. Sushi Go is a a card drafting game in which you choose your card from a group of cards in your hand, then you pass it on to the next group or next player. Uh, however, you might be the first person to choose a card. Everyone else might be taking longer. So if you're the first person to choose a card, you put your card face down. Then you start the crescendo. You start saying, and everyone else who picks a card joins in. And so you all have a card face down. Then you all flip it over at the same time going, she go. So she go. Like it adds just the spirit. The last person has a lot of pressure on them to actually choose a card. Come on. We're all going. So it happens if you run out of air. That's when you have that great moment where it's like, ah, ah, like falling down the, falling down the well. <laughs> that sounds like a great way to improve that game. Of course, there's subjective guess who. We all know this one, right? Yes. Instead of, uh, does your person have glasses? It's like, did your person get fired? <laughs> Would you let this person babysit? That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yes. So category three, and yes, it's time to bag on Monopoly again. House rules that you didn't realize were house rules. The money on free parking, the not auctioning off properties to the highest bidder, yada, yada, yada. Uh, this is the kind of house rule that's most likely to be encountered in the wild. It includes you know, wrong rules. Uh, occasionally at Snakes and Lattes, you'll see people with a trivia game that doesn't involve dice, and somehow the, some, a die has migrated into the box, and they've decided we're going to roll this at the start of every turn, and we don't know what it does, but we're going to... Do it anyway, because that's what you <laughs> do. Uh, do you see this a lot? I, I think I do, specifically with trivia games and often with Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly is the big one. Uh, it, it's the most famous house rule of all time, mm-hmm. I would wager, is the free parking rule, which in recent editions has actually been printed in the rule books. Why, Hasbro, uh, why? <laughs> as, it is listed as an alternate rule. 
Um, but it is, a, it is a rule that practically everyone plays by, despite it not having been in the rule book for 80, 90 years and of the game's existence. Everyone wants to win the lottery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, that's the most famous one, but it happens. Uh, it, I see we have, uh, sorry at the cafe. It is played with cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet similar to the trivia game problem, frequently dice somehow wind up in there and people are trying to figure out, well, do I use these cards or do I use these dice? They don't know what to do because the somebody house ruled it and put dice in there mm-hmm. when, that's not what that game does. Even Uno randomly. Like, these are all the games that basically everyone knows. Mm-hmm. But because of that, then everyone has their own way of playing it. And yeah. I still get confused sometimes when someone puts down, like, five blue cards with different numbers going, this is how you play Uno. And, it's like, <laughs> and, you, get, and you get regional variations on things like Dutch Blitz mm-hmm. as well, where depending on what part of Southern Ontario you go to, you have uh, slightly different versions of how you play. Mm-hmm. Um, these are rules that people don't, house rules, you know, customizations people don't realize are house rules. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a choice to use them. It's just that's how you were taught. And uh, then, of course, we've got the fourth category uh, house rules that we make up to expedite things. For me, the big one is trivia games. Uh, mm-hmm. I always say, okay, see this board? See these dice? See these pieces? Put them back in the box. We're not going to use those. Yeah. <laughs> Why bother? That's, that's not what you're here for. Trivia games are for people who don't like games. So we're just going to get away, get rid of the game and focus on the trivia because that's the fun part. Headbands is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, headbands, um, according to the written rules, each player is given uh, three chips. And every time you get a card right, you give up one of your chips. And when you are out of chips, you've won the game. Instead of the simpler and don't have to put plastic chips in the box mm-hmm. method of if you get the card right, you keep the card Put it and in front of it's, you. it's a point. When you get three of them, you've won. Yay! <laughs> so much easier, so much simpler, and so much less plastic be- needing to be produced uh, and added to the millions of headbands boxes that exist in the world. Specifically on headbands, I mean, there's multiple ways to play that game, too. And yeah. like, I think different gurus sometimes teach it differently. Yeah, I, myself, oh, I do. I like to give like 15 to 30 seconds, depending on the size of the group. That's how long you have to ask yes or no questions. Some people say, ask until you get a no answer, and then you have to pass. I'm like, well, then maybe you get to ask one question. That really sucks. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah like... There's many different ways to teach games, even, within our own staff. So, considering these four categories, fixing stuff that's wrong, making the game more fun, stuff you didn't know was a house rule, and stuff that we make up to make it easier to teach or easier to get started with the game, which of these do you think are advisable for people to try at home? Should, 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 should you only get these things from professionals and experts like <laughs> us, who supposedly know what we're doing? Or, uh, is, or, is it, or is it likely to be just as much fun for people out on their own, trying house rules, just putting it in there because they want to. I would recommend against the the layperson trying to fix a game that they find a problem with. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a game at home that the, the rules are vague or poorly written and you can't use the internet for whatever reason to, to figure it out, like right. maybe you're at the cottage and you don't have a connection or maybe you just don't like the internet, whatever it is, if you can't get answers to the vagueness of the rules of a game that you have, play a different game. Don't try to finish the game. Uh, you know, there are a couple of published game designers sitting at this table right now, and 
we don't always get it right when we're trying to fix a game that that we see as flawed. So uh, you're just, I think, wasting your time if you try to fix a game. Now, if there's a game that you enjoy and you know how to play and there's a way that you can tweak it to make it more fun, that, do it, yeah. But make sure it's more fun for everybody, yes. not just the winner. Because yeah. there are many times where you make a game that's more fun and all of a sudden it's just because, hey, look, I put the 8, 6, and 8 on the same intersection in Catan. I'm going to do really well. Well, no one else is happy. And most importantly of all, make sure that those house rules are announced at the beginning of the game session so that everybody knows what rules we're playing. No making up house rules in the middle of the game. That's just dirty. And that'll wrap it up for this week. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on the show, tweet it to us at SnakesCast or post it on the Snakes and Lattes Facebook page. Steve, Vincent, thanks for being here. Arrivederci. Awesome. Snakes Cast is produced by P.T. Douglas. Music is provided by Ben Sound. The opinions expressed on the show belong to the people in it and not the company behind it. Thank you for listening. Game on. Game on.